0: Hello, miracles. Welcome back to another episode of the lady pod. Uh, today's episode is about chillin Quillin. Chillen. We, we do not know how to pronounce it. So if we butcher it throughout this entire episode, we do apologize. None of us are native in any other language. As far as I know, is anybody else native in any languages?
1: I know tourist Japanese. That's about it. Like literally the basics to be like, where is this? I'm lost. Help. Like, the basic of, like, I don't understand, that's all I know in Japanese, but I'm- English is my only speaking language, which I feel really bad about.
2: (laughs) Yes, I- I took a few years of Spanish, but I don't remember a lot of it, so I can't- (laughs) I definitely can't, like, fully speak Spanish sentences anymore where I could have before. But I now know- I still know enough where if I hear someone speaking Spanish, I can hear- I can get the context based on keywords- There was one time at an amusement park, there were people behind us in line speaking Spanish, and I could hear that they were talking about my mom. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it wasn't great.
0: (laughs) So, like, none of... We're going to butcher the pronunciation is what I'm saying. Like, we've looked up, and we've looked up to, like, give us some credit, please. We've looked up multiple different ways to pronounce it, and everyone is different. So, we're sorry, is what we're saying. Like, we're not trying to do not trying to butcher it we just we don't know what we're doing <laughs> this is
2: it's it's not us being rude it's us being ignorant that's what it is yeah yeah very much so I,
1: and also not knowing where to go for a reliable translation because you know if you just look up translator on Google not only are you going to get Google Translate which don't ever trust that but you're no. going to get multiple different translations and some of them just use Google Translate on their website so it's like you have to shuffle through 16 sketchy translating web- websites to try and even find like a minuscule accurate one. So, and unfortunately, anybody who I know that could possibly help me with the pronunciation is either currently asleep or would not answer their phone in time of this recording for me to be able to get the um, actual pronunciation of this na- name for the episode. Now, of course, I know they do say it in the episode, but anybody who knows me knows that my memory is so bad I could play my own surprise parties and I can't remember how they said it in the episode.
2: (laughs) Anyway. That's okay. I don't know if this is an episode I'm going to go back to anytime soon with how terrible the animation was. Oh my god. Can we start start with that? (laughs) Yeah. This is going to be my rant. Let's send it. Set sail. So do either of you know which company animated this episode? I believe we could figure that out in a minute. (sighs) he's
0: been keeping it on the down low because we've been like hey what the hell (laughs) what's going on and so i like i'll look into it but i i don't know if he's even gonna like let anybody know you know
1: yeah and, like I, I believe they also noticed that the episode itself is not that great because they said this was the last one we did and so I'm yep. pretty sure they're not proud of it but they're like we at least got it out guys
2: yeah Kieran was the last episode they worked on for season four that was official because was... yes sorry I'm gonna because Kieran is the English translation I'm probably gonna say it several times I'm sorry
1: it's like Chilen or something Ch- Chil- Chilen. Chilen, right, Coco? Was that right? Was that YouTube?
2: Yeah,
0: I'd say Chilen or Chilen.
1: Chilen. I'm gonna say Chilen, because, you know what? That's what I'm going with. I'm writing it down phonetically, so I remember.
0: I can't find the screenshot to save my life. I looked for it, I thought I screenshotted it, I even thought I saw it on a website somewhere, and I thought I saw it on Thomas's Twitter, but of course, he was very busy. Um... But someone took a screenshot of a trailer of the episode a while back and tweeted it at Thomas and was like, hey, what's up with the animation? Uh, And it was specifically like Marionette's face uh, from that from the side eye when she's on the bus. And he responded saying, has the episode released yet? Like as if he was implying that it's unfinished. But we've seen the episode.
2: It so, looks the exact same. It looks
0: exactly the same. You didn't do anything to it. So and like I, I feel like he's confused as to why we're holding him accountable. You're the creator. Of course, we're gonna question you about the animation. Like you're what also the, the going
1: director. On?
0: Like, you have the most, like, you have the most hands in every, like, different department right now because you are the one running the show. So, like, of course we're going to question you. Plus, you respond. So, like, what, what the heck has happened?
1: Because, honestly, at this point, I feel like a kid is more mature than what Thomas is being. But that's a whole different can of worms. So, I, this episode got me with, like, the shading I, to me, it just, everything felt so flat. Like, I understand the show is in 3D, but for whatever reason, I felt like everything was pastel and flat.
2: Is it just me? It looks like they forgot to shade it.
1: It does! It really does! Or at least, like, they went into, like, after the episode was squashed into rendering, they was, like, thrown into After Effects, (laughs) put on some, like, brushes, like, brush it in, don't worry. (laughs)
0: I was genuinely confused watching like the first I'd want to say five minutes of the episode because to like from what I was seeing, I was like, this doesn't look that bad like especially from the screenshots I saw, I'm like really confused about why everyone was saying like maybe they did fix the animation and then it like po- progressively got like worse and worse and then it just like went off the guardrail and got really bad and then suddenly there's like one little like scene they animated that was like perfectly fine with like the shading and everything else that was going on and then once again it went off the guardrails with the awful shading the boxy animation like it like i i texted uh chibi i think and said it looks like they had like a filter over the episode yeah like it it's really it's really weird like i couldn't tell like it like an instagram filter like one of those like color ones like i'm very confused
2: yeah i said this after i saw the episode That
0: exact screenshot it's literally that one
2: yeah that the best animated part of the episode was at the beginning when the mom puts a sponge on the floor and it and she moves her hand away. The sponge raises ever so slightly back up to its original position because huh. it suddenly cool got squished. That? that was the best animated part of the entire episode, and that is sad. And what was right? the point of
0: doing that? Like you, I am getting and oh, wait, like no,
1: there was a point because Marinette came down and she knocked over the milk, and the sponge immediately no, soaked it up.
0: And I love like like this episode was is a whole. F- heckin' bag of worms for me. But like it I'm getting so sick and tired of being told not only by Thomas but by the stands that there's only so much time in an episode and we can only do x amount of stuff. So why are you taking the time to animate a sponge slowly bouncing up and down instead of giving us plot? What are you doing? I'm like getting irritated and sick of it. Like you don't show me like cool animation. If the rest of the episode is gonna be shit.
2: All or nothing. All or nothing. All or nothing. See, I also need to get into the um the cartoon. Violence that, like, the helicopters and stuff all went into, where they all, like, crash into the water and stuff. Like, people should have died in this
0: episode.
2: 100%. And they just treat, really, like, oh, yeah, no, the chopper didn't even get damaged. get it, like, slammed to the ground or slammed into the water, and everyone's fine.
0: And Two I- of them well, like, slammed into each other on, like, a clock tower after they swung around.
2: This should have you- been a fucking Michael Bay episode. Shit should have exploded, but it's it for didn't. It's
0: kids. It's for kids. Paw Patrol would never Thomas. So I don't know what the hell you're on.
1: I like I could see it in the sense of like the kids show aspect where it's like, well, we can't exactly show people dying. Um, It's kind of like where back in the New York special, how the buildings got completely collapsed. And we all know realistically that people died there because there is no way in hell nobody was in those buildings. Because not only if it wasn't in like work people, there were cleaning people in there. So (laughs) we know how adult stuff works. But like for kids, they they may or may not register that certain ages may or may not register that. Also having to take the model and
2: destroy it. All right, there's nothing else that I can think of right now involving the animation, but those were the, the two main points that I had about it.
1: At least where like where they were crashing, if there was more damage to the environment, like they crashed into a building. I'm sorry, but that building would have not stayed standing.
0: You do not get to shit on, you do not get to go on a rampage about your budget versus a movie budget and go and poop on an entire movie that took a ton of time not saying this show didn't um and then like compare your computer animation to this to a movie's computer animation a movie studio computer animation mind you and then you produce this you you don't get to do that i am never letting him live this down
1: i don't think anybody is
0: no, I'm going to be collecting screenshots and I will be posting them in his comments like this is going to become a personal thing. No, no. And then you have the audacity to be like, oh, has the episode even been released yet? What is this? What am I looking at right now? Is this the episode that you said had not been released? I feel like we've established you don't have control over that anymore. So what's the truth, Thomas? Give us the real tea.
2: Speaking of tea, I'm gonna take a sip of mine. <laughs> God, oh, like, I've had so many complaints about- Because I've talked about my hatred for the animation of Dark Owl all the time. Like, that one's infamously terrible. Goodness. I would watch Dark Owl for its animation any day compared to this. This frustrated me.
1: Yeah. No, this episode did, uh, like, upset me too with the animation. And I- as an animator myself, I know that I am a heckin' perfectionist, and I'm one of those people where if I know something's not done, I'm going to feel so upset about it. If it get- if, like I have to submit it or do whatever it is and it's not 100% done yet, I hate it. I despise everything, so I'm really wondering how the animators are feeling right now. I really want to know. Yeah, and just to be
0: clear, we're not, like, pooping on the animators who did this episode. We're more, like, questioning the underproduction, I guess I would say. Like, this is clearly not finished. We know your work is better than this, so, like... We're more yeah. like, what has happened? Like, what happened here? What is the What's director doing
1: to you? What is he doing to you? Do you need help?
0: Do you like knock like, twice if you need help? <laughs> Make marionette wear yellow if you need assistance. Okay, I'm just saying, like, even for just a second. Okay? Yeah. Like, put, like, just let us know.
1: I'm concerned.
0: Yes, I'm getting. I'm getting worried.
1: We're worried about you. <laughs> Animators, please. We should actually f- try and find if any of them have any social media and follow them just to make sure that they're, like, alive or they're actually there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I you may know? have found a few, but as far as I can tell, it looks like they are either silent or only, like, do, like, positive promotions for the show. So,
1: <gasps>
0: I don't know.
1: What kind of contract did they sign?
0: Well, they are working with Disney. Disney.
1: I I like hear me out. I understand Disney is like, yeah, that, but I can go follow Disney animators and they post things online and and don't necessarily just always promote Disney. I'm concerned. Like, did mm-hmm. you write did you sign in pen or did you sign with your blood? Like, what's going on?
0: All right. What else what else in this episode did we want to chat about?
1: I wanted to chat about that TikTok that you sent me about the one person who tried to talk to Thomas about how they felt uh, what Sabine went through was a little bit racist.
2: And then Tommy <sighs>
1: blocked them.
2: Oh, so you're talking about like the police brutality aspect that Literally, happened? Literally,
1: she didn't have ID, and they were like, well, you're illegal! And it's like, what? You know this woman! Your kids go to school! To- oh my god! Seriously! You What?
0: This episode made me uncomfortable and upset and like... A little disgusted honestly um i get the point we were trying to make this should have been vetted by a lot more people yeah. and it wasn't clearly um and <sighs> i'm all for an in-between nuance take on like Certain things that like there's a lot of people on separate sides of it. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for like trying to find like combining forces, uh, a point, a common denominator, something we can all agree upon. This was not that. And the entire time I I'm I don't understand what kids would get from this. I really don't. Because it didn't make any sense. You have someone who just experienced something that was pretty emotionally traumatic, honestly, who then gets akumatized. And who, so they're turned into a villain because they experienced something that everyone agrees was pretty fucked. Right. And then they're villainized for it. And then on top of that, we have to find a way to mediate between the two.
1: My my take on this yeah. is, like, the lesson that I learned from this is, oh, if you're a foreigner in Paris, if you accidentally lose your ID, you're going to get arrested and charged <laughs> for being in Paris. Then that makes me not want to go to Paris. Fuck, you're not going to get my money. Hell no, I won't go there. I'll just go to a different place. But at the same time, I'm also a U.S. citizen, and I can easily just say I'm going to the U.S. embassy, so F you. But, like, that's beside the point. I, it just... It didn't make sense. Not only that, but Sabine was being calm and rational the entire time. So then, does being calm and rational not work? Is this teaching kids that you should have lashed out and got angry? Because she was being calm the whole time. It wasn't until freaking Roger, a friend that she knew, a person that she knows, was like, yeah, no, I gotta arrest you. And she's like, wait a minute, hold on, what? What do you mean you're
2: arresting me? So, it's a whole thing with, like, so, Roger said that, like, it was protocol, no matter if she if they knew each other or not, which, that's a touchy subject based on, like, you have, let's say you got pulled over, and you tell the officer that pulled you over that you're best friends with another officer in his department, and that you would try to use that connection to bribe your way out of a ticket that you deserve
1: it's not even a bribe thing it was literally like hey you know my daughter let's just wait for her she was supposed to meet me at the bus stop she has my wallet
0: that is yeah, see, that is true
2: that's, right? where,
0: that's where i was lost because from like from like a lot like not only like a lawman standpoint but like a personal standpoint you know this person like they know each other personally he's like gone to their bakery he knows she holds a residency It's more than just, like, our daughters go to school together. Like, he knows she is a legal citizen of Paris.
2: But that's not it. wasn't um, a matter of.
0: No, no, no. I get that. But she's also already given her explanation was, if you wait, my daughter will be here. And from a lawman, like, point, you also have to make the decision of, like, like i get i understand both sides but this wasn't how to do it and especially for kids this is a very complicated subject and a very complicated conversation and i'm and like i'm very much against like keeping kids out of complicated conversations but like this isn't something they should be learning from this episode of this specific show in this specific context Like there are, like this would take a long time to understand all of the context that is going on. Like us as adults have a like experience, like understanding of like how the world works, how law works, how policemen operate, how they like are held to operate. Like we all understand that. Children have a very pure view of that. So to introduce children to this is a strange choice On top of the messaging that they were sending, which was really mixed, which once again, I'm fine with like having an in-between opinion. I'm like, I want everybody to be able to get along, but that's not what was happening here (laughs) at all. Like if, if we were to put this in the context of bullying, like if we were to like in the people of position of power, like say this wasn't a policeman, say this was like a teacher and a teacher's assistant. Cause like, I've seen this go down with teachers and teacher's assistants and students, Like, this exact kind of power play. And, like, you're teaching children that you basically have to comply or be screwed upon. And, like, that's not okay. And that's not really how it works. And, like, it's weird. It's just kind of a weird take. And it's weird to, like, decide, hey, this is what I think kids should learn about. This is, and, like... And within context of the show, this is what you've decided to put within the plot. Like instead of giving us like Adrian and Marionette, Cat Noir and Ladybug, you've given us a really weird mixtape on racism and and the police, which doesn't put either in a good light and it doesn't put either in a like a, well actually no, it really just doesn't put either in a good light. So like, it's just like, it's weird. Is what i'm is basically like i know i'm like basically rambling at this point but it's it's just it's strange take to be had especially when you have already been accused of like racism in your show and then on top of that people have been like hey like one specific and if i find the tiktoks again i will send them your way do remind me in case i forget uh but one girl specifically uh, made a video showing that she tweeted out to Thomas that like this was like not a good take this wasn't like great at all and his response was to instead of being like like I'm sorry you disagree I'm sorry like even being like you're wrong he just completely blocked her so you wouldn't even be able to see that comment if she hadn't screenshotted it or like bend that profile and that's not a good sign to me and that doesn't really like that that tells me that he knows full well this wasn't a great take and he wants to ignore that because the only things that he's talked about in regard to this episode have been like um sabine and like some of the traditional stuff that she was doing to chinese like within chinese culture uh and like how they loved that but everybody else was like yo what the hell about this though and he was blocking, deleting, and doing all of this other stuff. So it's not a good take on both parts, honestly. That's why I'm, like, more off-put by it because I have, like, context with that, like, outside of the episode. So, like, I, I just want to make it clear I'm not, like, trying to, like, incorporate you two to feel this way as well. I'm just, like, this is, like, how I feel about it.
2: No, that's totally fair Um, because it is a touchy situation, especially right now with everything that's going on in the world about um policing and whether certain scenarios were right or wrong it's a very touchy subject for everybody because everybody has different opinions on different situations and whether or not like the were the was the cop the bad guy the thing is in this scenario i don't think roger was the bad guy he was I following also, I protocol agree. it was that fucking security officer so I had to keep that, pushing it.
0: And that's, and I think that's kind of like part of the thing that was being talked about is like your coworkers like egging you on to do something and behave a certain way, especially within the police, which is something that we've seen. And I get that. But like these are, these are, these are eight to 12 year olds this is weird you're this yeah
2: this is definitely an adult situation it's, (laughs) it's
0: something that like they should be talking about in school over like a week it's not a take you can give in like one episode like it takes a lot of like education and a lot of learning to be able to understand what's happening and like, I don't like this is one of those episodes where I d- definitely would be like, we're not going to watch this episode because I don't want to have to sit there and have to explain to um, like say like when I have eventually when I have kids, like if they wanted to watch this, uh, I'd be like, we're going to skip this episode. And they'd be like, why? And I'd be like, I don't want to sit here and explain to you what the hell is going on. And it has nothing to do with me believing that my child does not have an understanding of racism or how like or uh police policy or how like sometimes like not everybody works like not everybody is a great person uh like i have no doubt at all that like my child will not have an understanding of that but i don't want to sit there and have to explain every single action and reaction to a child who's like what the hell is happening right now why is that man being so mean why, like, why are they being mean to her? Why is she now upset? Like, what, like, it it's odd. It's a very, it's odd. I was unsettled by this.
2: I mean, understandably I, yeah. so.
1: I, the main thing that gets me is how... I know that Disney does their research into culture stuff because now they've got to, especially nowadays, people have to do extensive research if you're going to start talking about another culture.
0: You're being held accountable for it and you should be. Like I like learning that, like I had friends, my friends and I grew up on like those VHS movies. So, and do forgive me because I know this is not her name. Uh, But So I learned about Pocahontas from Disney and then I learned about Pocahontas in my school. And what my sisters are being taught about this young woman who was not named Pocahontas, um, who is taken advantage of, honestly, and just like just all kinds of bullshit. Learning that now and like looking back then and like like within all this context, like the world is changing. You're being held accountable for it now like i know that like someday my children because they're gonna live in a world where it's gonna be way more accountability um are gonna find pictures of me in a native american headdress as a child because my teacher thought that would be a good thing to do um and it wasn't and, and it was weird in hindsight uh, there's a lot of context to like what we were doing, but like, like I, it's still well, weird. It doesn't there's... like. There's no. I'm not saying there's an excuse for it. I'm saying the whole thing was weird. As All a right. child, we're like, this is fun. Looking back, I'm like, that that's some weird shit.
1: To to to, to put out this as well. There's a. I'm not going to name the school or name where I am in location, but there's a school in the middle of bumfuck nowhere where I am located. It's quite a distance away. It's a little bit of a drive. But their school mascot was an Indian. That's what it was called, was the Indian. Not Native American, just Indian. And the school eventually said, with the times changing, was like, hey, we're thinking of changing the mascot to be less offensive to the natives. So we're going to change it to not say Indian, but we're going to change it to make it more... Uh, appropriate and they did research to find the certain tribe that was located in the area and named the mascot after the tribe that was located here and that was their effort the locals that graduated from that school freaking 15 20 years ago was like no that you can't do that that's our mascot red," and like all the adults went up in arms about it because they were changing the mascot of a freaking middle school not a high school, middle school, for children, for kids. The kids didn't even care. They didn't care at all. They're like, yeah, sure, go ahead and change it. It's just a mascot. It's not like, you know, you're rewriting the entire school system, which you should be doing. But, you know, it's just a mascot. It's fine.
2: But the adults were literally rioting. I actually have the same scenario going on in my area. This is a, a school district. So this is like a high school. They also have an Indian mascot. And I just found out that this year, the state actually ordered them to change it. It just, it boggles
1: my mind that certain people don't hold accountability for their actions towards certain things. And when you're animating a show or you're coming up with a story, bro, have people part of that culture within the group, like on the team. Or go find somebody from that that culture and be like hey is this culturally correct like get a group of them together and be like is this correct there's a youtuber that i watch and she is chinese and she talks about the uh like traditional like chinese stuff within movies and shows and stuff like that funny enough apparently like based off of what she's done in research a lot of people like disney's uh, Mulan, the original animated one, more so than the new one that just came out. In fact, they find the new one ten times more racist than the animated one.
0: <laughs> would you like me to talk about this this, this controversy? Because <laughs> I have, I have, I mean it's related <laughs> to what we're talking about, but I have some feelings. <laughs> I would say,
2: I would say, uh, try to keep it brief. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'll keep it brief. Okay, okay so go, Disney go. made a huge point about when they were going to make this new animated, uh, not animated, sorry, this new live action Mulan, that it wasn't going to be a musical because China hates musicals. They absolutely despise them, and they also despise magic, which was why they weren't going to have Mushu, the talking dragon, so Eddie Murphy wasn't going to be in this movie.
2: Um, Wasn't there a woman who could change into a bird?
0: Um, (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm excited for Disney's cultural take on a woman who historically existed and was a real person. So you're going to make a real movie. No, no, that's not what they did. This gosh dang trailer comes out. And this woman goes from a woman to a sparkly blue dusty bird, and I went, really? The talking dragons too much. The dragon with the attitude that everybody who watched that movie was here for is too much, and they don't want any magic. But this woman can turn into a bird. I don't.
2: That's clearly magic. Not like, to mention- that- that Mulan, I, mind you, I didn't see the movie, I saw clips, and that was all I needed to see. I feel like Mulan defies more physics in the live-action version than she did in the animated version. Yep.
0: The second, the second that I saw her riding around on a horse, with her hair down, just free rein in it, I was like, what have you done? What have you done to this? Like, Because Mulan was one of my favorite movies. She was an absolute badass Like I she was my absolute favorite like I she was a disney princess in my opinion Because they hadn't added her to the roster at this point But like she was a disney princess in my opinion and she was my favorite and For them to like be like we're going to be culturally aware and we're going to pay attention to what's going on so the the people that this movie is about can like you know see themselves and see their culture represented and i was like wow that's really cool i can't wait to see that and the trailer came out and i was like what the fuck am i looking at right now you mean y'all got people that turn into birds really that's cool i didn't know that this is new information to me. And of course I didn't expect it to be historically accurate. Like 100%, it's a Disney movie. I saw the Beauty and the Beast remake. Um, <laughs> there's the, like, I also did not watch this movie. I just watched the trailer and I was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done with, cause the whole point was to make money. It wasn't to do anything other than make money. And I think that's part of the reason why Encanto picked off so bad and, like, everybody loves it is because although it was a magical movie, it was still set within the culture and you're seeing something within the culture. Um, And, like, it's literally, like, there are literal people who've been like, oh, my God, that's me and have shown their, like, faces. Like, there was a whole ass toddler who went around on Twiddler. Twiddler. (laughs) Um, who, uh, his mom took a photo of him and he looks just like, uh, Antonio from, uh, Encanto and like literally like to a T almost looks just like him. And he walked right up to the TV and he was like, mommy, that's me. And she was like, my kid's being represented. And that's absolutely incredible. And then there's this episode of Ladybug Miraculous, a show about superheroes in a love square who have secret identities and you want to talk about mothers?
2: Thing is, this episode, so it definitely is one of those episodes, kind of like Psychomedian, where it could have happened in an earlier season. I feel like this episode was an episode that was maybe potentially going to be saved for Mother's Day, but they didn't make it to Mother's Day. Mm. You know,
1: the next thing, big plot hole, she gives her one of the charms. Did Hawkmoth know how to break the charms
2: in no. uh, Dearest so Family? No, this, so. This is the episode before Dearest Family. So at this point, he did not have the ability to break through the charm yet.
1: I she think gets two charms because she so... also gets one in Dearest Family.
2: Shit. She does. Damn. I don't.
1: That- oh, I look it up
2: again. Wait.
0: I think in release order. Um. Oh, wait. No.
2: Because in release order, this came out after Dearest Family. Because Dearest Family came out at Thanksgiving. Well, no, I mean like in uh, original
0: release order, like this was meant to come out before uh, Dearest Family. Yes. And I, but I think uh, the episode where Gabriel f- like f- like fixes it and figures out what's going on was meant to be released before these as well.
1: Because like, does he does he learn how to break the uh, charm in Dearest Family? Yes. No,
0: is it Dearest Family? Okay, so it's Dearest sure it Family. Is.
1: Okay, because then that would make sense because then she had to re-give the charm because it technically would have broken through the original charm. Unless it didn't break the original but, charm.
2: But she only gave it to two of them. She didn't give it to the other two.
1: No, she did. She pulled out four. Oh, okay. That- Yeah, she pulled up four charms and I'm like, oh, okay, four charms at once. Wait a minute. Why didn't you give your mom
2: one in the last episode? Yes, he does figure
0: it out in Dearest Family.
2: Why isn't she doing like a meet and greet where she says hi to people and just hands out charms? Honestly.
0: Why aren't they figuring out who Shadow Moth is? That's That's... what they should be. This is one of my biggest problems with this entire show. And honestly, like I am hinging it onto this episode because it just it, it brings me right back to the point. You have a freaking supervillain running around Paris, turning people into supervillains, and you have done nothing to try and figure out who this man is. Nothing that we have seen anyway.
2: No, they, they tried. Season 2 premiere. They were very close. That was almost uh, two seasons ago! I like, know. At that point, <laughs> there's a problem.
0: Like, that's what I've been getting at, is like, this is taking so long. This is, like, your release order's already out of whack. I know you're struggling to release episodes. I know and I understand, A, takes a while to write them, which, if I'm going to be honest, if it takes so long to write them, I don't understand what the hell's happening with the plot. Number two, if it takes so long to write and then animate them, why are we getting crap like this out? And, like, I can't imagine, like, any of the animators are particularly, like, proud of this right now. Number, like, 455... We've been going on for four seasons now, almost, and we're going into five. And I'd really like to hope that these last few episodes that we've gotten, other than uh, Penal Team, which I just watched, is kind of just like them getting all the other crap out of the way. Like, he, we can establish some stuff here. Like, we got some— Like, we now understand where Marionette gets her, like, uh, smartness from. Like, that was clearly established. She gets it from her mom. Um... And, like, shows how cool her mom is, uh, like, how cool, calm, and collected she is in the face of, like, being, like, oppressed and, like, being scared, honestly, because I also would have been pretty scared. Um, Like, that was all really cool. But then everything else that's happening has absolutely nothing to do with, its, with what's on the plot. <sighs> and it's getting annoying.
1: And then not to mention is, if you are going to do cultural stuff. Specifically any culture that's not your own because you grew up in a certain culture so like for instance if I was going to be doing like a, a show based in America I have a very good understanding of how it works here. But if I was going to do a show that was taking place in China, I would need to study a lot of Chinese culture because I don't know a lot. Like I know a little bit here or there. But a lot of the stuff that I've learned is through media, which can be wrong. So I try not to represent anything based off of what I've seen in media. I try to find accurate sources. So if you're going to run a show where you have mixed culture and all these other things, fact check, fact check. Or get a couple of people on your team, I don't know if you do, that are part of that culture. Like, I don't know if you have any Chinese employees or not, but, like, when you're writing this, you're gonna be like, hey, we have Joe down in, like, animation. He's from, you know, China. I'm just saying Joe is, like, a film name. I know that's not... Just go with it. <laughs> but we got, like, Joe down in animation. You know, he's he's from China. Let's, let's talk to him. See if this is okay. And then if he goes, yeah, uh, no, not really. That's kind of a little racist then you gotta rework what you just wrote. It's not that difficult, Tommy. The entire the internet is telling you how to do it. And yet, you refuse to listen to them. You refuse to grow. It doesn't matter if you've been in the business for this long. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. You will continuously keep learning through your life
0: the fact that he's been in the business for this long should like if anything say i need to continue to grow and change i've been in the business this long like you should know that it has changed then you're you literally went from working on 2d animation to and like i can't i don't even know what animation styles are sorry but like you went from working on a like Regular cartoon animated show in the early 2000s to now working on a CG animated show like clearly things have changed You need to change with them. You can't just like you can't look you cannot as a mediocre mediocre white man pop out a superhero show with a female as the main protagonist in a CG animation style and think that you're doing the world a favor. Like, that is all that you have done. It's great. We're not going to lie. It's also the only thing out there like it. So you have to continue to change and continue to be updated and continue to be like, like, hang out with the cool kids. I don't know what 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 the kids are using, it like, what term they're using these days. But you have to be in the know and you have to know what's going on and, like, taking this plot to go on forever like we have a short intention span like we're gonna drop it if you don't hurry it up and like this is the base that you have done you are not a hero you are not a mart like a martyr you are not a a a like a force driver because you've made a a show starring a female superhero like We expect more and we want more. You're doing the bare minimum right now. And we want more. So if you want to be included with the big dogs, you need to step up your game. And we expect more from you. And that also means showing Adrian more. Showing, like, more positive interactions between females and them not fighting over boys all of the time. Like you're doing the absolute bare minimum and you're still sticking to shitty stereotypes. And this just, like, continuously proves it because this episode was not fucking needed. It really wasn't. No. I would love to learn more about Sabine. and I'd love to learn more about her relationship with Marionette and we did not need to do it in this way. When I... Uh, it wasn't the New York special. It was the other special. Um the Shanghai one? Yes, the Shanghai Special. When I first started watching that, I texted Shibi and I was like, "Oh my gosh. I can't wait for Marionette to like go meet her family and learn more about her culture, and it just was her chasing Adrian all around." Yeah. And I was like, "What the actual F in a missed opportunity is this?" Like there like it was like a a way to like grow Marionette as a character, a way to like deepen her show more of her in a way that because like people are starting not to like her right now and
1: (sighs) yeah no there's actually a lot of people that don't really like her as a character we're
0: getting sick and tired of her
1: yeah because of what she represents and it's it's sitting here and i'm just seeing like It was an epiphany for me, but I'm seeing Sakura 2.0 from frickin' Naruto because she was supposed to be what all the girls identified with, but every single one of the girls that watched that show hated Sakura. They hated her.
2: Honest question. Off the top of your heads right now, can you picture Marinette being in your top five favorite characters? No. No. I don't think I can either.
0: Not she's like, like...
1: (laughs) Tiki surpasses her
0: yeah <laughs> um you could even have them be like okay fine we'll wait for your supposed daughter because they genuinely don't believe that she like has a daughter that's gonna show up and then they wait and marionette doesn't show up because she had to book it from one end of the bus to like one end of the city to the next because they missed right. the bus stop they were supposed to meet marionette at So Marionette might have just been waiting there for the bus to show up and then she had to book it to the next stop. Like she could have just been superbly late. And then she might have gotten upset with Marionette because she can't get a hold of her. She's not answering her phone. And like she could have been like, oh, my God, where's my daughter? Like I need my daughter or like whatever. Obviously not make it like so like she's like holding it personally, but like enough to the point where she's like scared. And like that would have been an emotion that I would have made sense to, honestly, for her to be scared. Because instead of angry, and I'm not saying you can't be angry when you've been oppressed or had like some sort of racism against you, like totally, like you have a right to be angry. But like, there was too much going on in this episode, we could have just like touched on it. And then we could have been like, okay, here we go with the rest of the episode. This is how it's gonna go. Like, honestly, that totally would have been fine and an appropriate um, episode for like a kid show, honestly. Like, I genuinely believe that would have been a way better plot to make. But it just kept hitting with the what the, what the, what? Right.
1: It's what? like they were trying to come up with a scenario, and then they didn't have the high intelligence like you do to come up with a scenario. It felt very
0: forced. And I, like, like I'm white. So I don't know what it's like to experience racism. Um, But... It doesn't seem like anybody who wrote this episode has either.
1: (laughs) Dude, I'm also white. And I looked at this and I'm like, oh my God, this is extremely racist. Like, I noticed it. Watching this, I couldn't even imagine how the animators felt if they knew what they were animating felt really racist and there was nothing they could do about it because their director was like, nah, it's fine.
0: My partner came home while I was watching this episode and sat down and (laughs) was like on his phone not paying attention to it. And he kept looking up and I was like, what's wrong? And he goes, I thought you said this show was for kids. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is. And he was like, This is bad. I was like, I know. <laughs> he just like like and he went back to TikTok and it away. But like he was like anytime they said they I don't know what they said something and he like snorted and I was like stop don't make fun of look we're trying look i'm trying to watch this episode this is serious <laughs> i have research to do this is very i've taken notes this is very serious and he was just like uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. why doesn't she just break the handcuffs off if she's so powerful and i was like dude cut it like, I can't deal with it.
1: Well, the handcuffs transformed with her, so they were magic handcuffs at that point. So... I,
2: I just. <laughs> so I guess we're getting into the actual, uh, the actual boss fight now in the episode. <laughs> oh my god! Dealing with the ridiculous cartoon physics of no helicopters, no cars, and no buildings get de- getting destroyed. Yes, there are other times where, like, buildings and shit should have gotten destroyed. Like, literally the very first episode, Stormy Weather. There are definitely times where buildings and cars should have been destroyed and they didn't. I get that. But this was so ridiculously over the top that I could not take it seriously this time. I felt like
0: I was watching an episode of Lego Ninjago. (laughs) I couldn't. I was like, what? What is (laughs) that? i like i got like I'd, i'm not a huge action person so at one point i just got bored <laughs> and then like the helicopters wrapped around the tower and i was like okay because that makes sense and that's totally wouldn't like break anything or any like yeah okay sure this is how physics work fucking lego ninjago it was all <laughs> over just- the place all over the place like you were right earlier you said like a michael bay level of action
2: it should have been a like a michael bay this level of sandwich
0: produced <laughs> and co-directed by michael bay
2: oh my god like there should I have been be explosions honestly
1: <laughs> yeah like unnecessary explosions where like the 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 helicopter would like spin out and then suddenly just in the middle of the sky explode
2: I guess they're only allowed to have explosions that are magic based.
1: <laughs> Honestly.
2: Like with Thomas- Flag cataclysming the Eiffel Tower. That Thomas- wasn't ex- that wasn't Michael Bay level explosion. <laughs> My fucking god. Thomas
0: uh. went in game and busted into that writers room and was like, "I have an idea." It's terrible, but we're gonna do it. And this this is what happened because
1: I feel like the other writing team at this point is just like the Penguins of Madagascar. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. They they just sit there and nod because I feel like Thomas is the only one writing it because he won't allow them to have any other ideas because he seems very hard set on his ideas. The second he gets them, he's just like, no, this is set in stone. It's like, no, it's not. We're a team here. Yeah. Team as in me. What? No, that's not. (laughs) He literally
0: said he had created more unique superheroes with superpowers in the last sixty years than anyone else. No,
2: yeah, no, that's complete bullshit.
0: Sorry, it probably was thirty years, but like,
2: mm. I—it's
1: uh, like it just—he's a whole, whole, whole episode that we got to cover with actual like bullet points and plot that we have to—we we have to actually come up with a plot for an episode. <laughs> Let's do plot episode based so that way we can say, hey look, when you actually sit down and write something out, it actually makes sense. Yeah. So to basically recap our thoughts, uh, this episode, even though it was poorly animated, words, words are hard. We don't blame the animators for this because we know that you you, you do a lot for this show. Like the amount of stuff that you are putting out, like pumping out on a constant basis is a lot. 3D modeling? Very difficult. I gotta give the animators props. They're trying their darndest. It's the director that has the issues. Don't blame the workers. Blame the one in charge, because clearly he's doing a lot of stuff wrong. The animators are doing their best, especially for, I don't know, how much they're getting paid, or what they're, like, how they're being treated, because honestly, we don't hear from them. I'm worried. Have Marinette, you're wear yellow if you need help then the next part was that this episode wasn't needed if it was needed they could have gone a whole different direction and the racism in this is not okay uh it's like specifically with how the police were treating sabine not necessarily how she was acting in her own home um so but of course again i'm not I don't have any Chinese within me so I can't speak for that culture so I don't know what they consider racist and not. So that's based on the director and the studio to do research and cultural awareness to be putting it into the TV show. Uh, any thoughts that I was missing that we wanted to recap about this?
2: So there was another, another thing. So with the f- actual fight so basically what would happen is Chilen would like use her wind magic to like push away the cops, mostly for like intimidation and then to be, and then constantly yell about taking the handcuffs off. Why couldn't Ladybug and Cat Noir have been like, okay, we will take off the handcuffs and then just like Cat Noir cataclysm it and then boom, it's over. Because
0: that would have been against the law, and the entire point that they were making is you have to be lawful about it, which then she broke because she then took the keys. So Yeah, exactly. I don't really know what they were trying to... See, that's why I was so upset about this. What were they they trying to prove there? There was no point. There was literally no point and no approval. You really can't make one of those arguments for this kind of situation there's too many takes it's not applicable to every instance it's not applicable to every situation that ever happens and it's not the same for everybody so you can't just sum it up in one experience in a 15 minute episode in a superhero in a superhero show made for eight to twelve year olds
2: my my issue is like so she right now is a villain what did that mean? Like, at least for the meantime, all bets would be off in order to save this person.
1: You would think, right?
2: But bad. Writing. What do you mean? Like, like, sure, yes. This woman did something, did something wrong in their eyes, and she deserved to be arrested. But then she gets akumatized. She is a villain right now, a very destruct, well, supposedly construct, destructive villain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they brought in the tanks and the military.
2: Yeah, and. You guys refuse to let them, let Lebo and Kenor do their job to de-villainize the villain so you can live on and live your life and not have them destroy everything. Like, you literally couldn't just take, like, two minutes to be like, alright, you two do your job, get her taken care of, and then we'll we'll fix the situation afterwards. Like, right. you still had to play cop while she was a dangerous bad guy who did not have control of her emotions in that moment.
0: Plus, he's been akumatized himself, so he knows what it's like. He has a personal experience, and that should be something that would play into what you're doing. Um, Like, I know it's super simplified, but I used to work at McDonald's, so I know people don't want a shit ton of onions on their burger. So instead of... Eating them onto that burger, I try to put just a little bit, just like a decorated little onion a little bit. So there's not an overpowering thing of onion. Like I'm using my personal bias, I guess. Yes, but it's not hurting or offending anyone in the process. And... Maybe this was like a meta comment, like commentation on uh, or a commentary on a de-escalation. And like, once again, this is not this is not how you do it. This is not how you have that conversation. It's really not.
1: Again, bad writing.
0: Yes, that's kind of the thing. I think that should be the hugest thing here is whether or not you like agree or disagree. This was a racist take like the writing was bad. It was, it was just a bad all around.
1: And then also, depending on how season five goes, when I recommend the show to people, I'd be like, skip every season, just watch season five.
2: (laughs) No, I'd say just give them a list of like episodes you should watch either for context or the plot driven episodes.
1: No, what I'll do is I'll find fan fictions that have rewritten this entire series. And then I'll tell them, read those fan fictions and then go watch season five. <laughs> that's that's how I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Cause I tell you right now, I've read several fanfictions that have written the entirety of this story better than how it has been. Which then it tells me, Tommy, you have learned nothing and you will have achieved nothing if you don't listen to your fans. I I'm done. I'm done. I'm getting angry now. Somebody else take over.
2: Well, do we have any final thoughts about the episode?
1: i think we covered it
2: honestly yeah i think we covered it all right um zero out of ten all right
1: (laughs) zero out of ten cannot really nothing
2: really nothing redeemable about it
1: unsubscribe i believe we'll conclude this uh this episode thank you for listening
2: thank you for listening bye-bye you
1: guys in the next one bye-bye
2: goodbye